We are the miracle of force and matter making itself over into imagination and will. Incredible. The life force experimenting with forms. You for one, me for another. The universe has shouted itself alive. We are one of the shouts. Ray Bradbury. Tony Brewer is a poet, sound effects artist, and roller derby announcer. He has two books of poems, The Great American Scapegoat and Little Glove in a Big Hand. Welcome to The Poet's Weave. I'm Romaine Rubinus-Dorsey. Tony, what poems have you brought for us today? Technology Abides. The long-distance puppet of its arm pops and locks an aluminum hand into sand sifted through digital fingers. Red rock with a microbial matrix inside rests in its closed-circuit clutch in thin Martian air. It brings the sample up to volatilizing nostrils, to its fluorescent electric tongue, and sniffs and tastes and beams back to master all the secrets passing through the vessel of its polymer being. Dropped in a crater harsher than the tests it suffered but withstood, which is what got it sent, no memory now of the pile of rejects that could not take the heat, the cold, the radiation bungling instruction or transmission, or worse, soon no memory at all. Winter is coming to Mars, the season unaccounted for. This unit was not built to last through that long night, and yet it scoops and snoops, oblivious to fate, the shuttering of solar panels to no sun. This tiny triumph of persistence fuels hope among bespeckled fathers pacing monitors back home, a funny name for where it barely lived, more idea and blueprint than mirror, steel, or grid. Born in latex-lined, dust-proof, high-security rooms on a tight budget between games of doom, it will not touch earth again nor feel the gloved caress of men. The maker is not so inclined. And so it waits, as we all wait, for the sun to go away, completing a mission wired so hard inside that when the batteries die, its arms are frozen, flinging dust in a dark storm, as if waving goodbye to us. 70 million miles away. It's good to be quiet and have thoughts. So much of life is chain reaction. Hunger leads to sex, to eating, to denial. Exposition seems uncontrollably natural. Even the turn is evoked as accident. For years I wandered awake and aware and taking notes, each step merely following the last like stepping stones arranged out of random rubble or a fence row or remnants of a ruined foundation. A forest with no trails is how the mind would like us to believe it is functioning all the time, and blazed paths are moments of inspiration. Meander or march, that's the choice, and the way presents itself the way an optical illusion substantiates. Past object, past focal point, where faith excites nerves into color, and control is a habit of letting go. This is where quiet houses come to tell each other what happens at night when no one is awake but appliances. Crowded around the fire pit of a cul-de-sac and musing over a dead, dark, trash TV, a computer is always on, constantly convincing it is happy or on the verge of suicide, but alive. Funny to think life was easier with fewer outlets, our streams more pressurized through smaller openings, making the same amount of wet. I feel like a lake sometimes, a shadow of an ocean, landlocked and jealous of rivers, afraid of oxbow stagnancy, of swamp. 
But the echo chamber is a bad idea because no one sounds like they think they sound. The head muffling and amplifying on the way toward... What exactly? The size of an animal determines its path. If you were small enough, you too could travel the superhighways of ants. Blood coursing in subway veins, it takes a lifetime to build. Always two seasons, birth or under construction. Hush now. Not here, but when you listen past no noise and into the depths of motionless open spaces, you can hear a heart beating at the threshold of your own perfect doorless ears. You've been listening to the poetry of Tony Brewer on The Poet's Weave. I'm Romaine Rubin-Estorsey.